Welcome to Audio of the Divine Principle, a daily reading of the Divine Principle, which is the core text of the Unificationist community. Section 4.3 Signs of the Restoration of the Third Blessing Once Adam and Eve had attained perfection, they were to fulfill God's third blessing by gaining dominion over the natural world. Dominion over the natural world has two aspects, internal and external. Both of these aspects of dominion were lost to humankind at the fall, but we witnessed their restoration in the present era. This also suggests that the present era is the last days. Internal dominion denotes dominion of the heart. A person who reaches perfection and comes fully to resonate with God in heart will experience God's heart as his own reality. Hence, he will be able to love the creation with the same love that which emanates from God's heart and appreciate its beauty with the same delight as God. This is the meaning of dominion of the heart. However, when human beings fell and can no longer experience God's heart as a reality, they also can no longer relate to the creation with the same love as that which flows from God's heart. God's providence of restoration through religion, philosophy, ethics, and so forth has gradually elevated the spirituality of fallen people towards God. In the modern world, there is evidence that people are regaining the worthiness to govern the creation through heart. External dominion denotes proper mastery of the creation through science and technology. Had our first human ancestors reached perfection and attained internal dominion over the creation, able to love it with the same heart as God, then their sensibility to the spiritual dimension of creation would have developed to the highest degree. This would have stimulated the rapid advancement of science, giving them external dominion over everything in the natural world. Humankind would have reached the stars long ago and harnessed the full potential of the universe. Economic progress would have accompanied the development of science and technology, creating a comfortable and pleasant living environment. However, due to the fall, people's spirituality declined and they lost internal dominion over the natural world. Their spiritual sensibility became as dull as those of animals and they descended to the level of primitive man. Consequently, they also lost external dominion over the natural world. Through God's providence of restoration, people's spirituality is being elevated and their internal dominion over the creation is being restored. As a result, their external dominion is also being renewed leading to today's highly advanced science. Modern people have built an extremely comfortable and pleasant living environment through the economic progress that has accompanied scientific development. Fallen people have thus been restoring their dominion over the universe, advancing towards the reestablishment of God's third blessing. Observing this, we are assured that the present era is the last days. To summarize, the world's cultural spheres are converging towards one global cultural sphere based on one religion. Concurrently, nations are moving towards the formation of an apparatus for international governance, having progressed from the League of Nations to the United Nations. Today, people are envisioning plans for a world government. In the sphere of economics, the world is moving in the direction of establishing one international market. Highly developed transportation and communication technology have overcome the separation of time and space. People today can travel and communicate with each other almost as if they were living all in the same village. People of all races, from east and west, can meet with one another as easily as if they were members of a large family. 
people on all six continents are crossing the ocean seeking friendship and brotherly love. However, a family can only form when there is a father and a mother. Only then can true brotherly love arise. Only when Christ comes again as the parent of humanity will all people join together in one great village and live harmoniously in the global family. As these events unfold, we may know that today is surely the last days. Yet there is one final gift that history must present to humanity. It is the cosmic teaching which can bind together all the strangers of the global village into one family through the love and guidance of the same parents. Section 5 The Last Days, The New Truth, and Our Attitude Section 5.1 The Last Days and the New Truth Fallen people have been overcoming their internal ignorance by enlightening their spirituality and intellect with spirit and truth through religion. Truth may be divided into two types. Internal truth as taught by religion, which helps people overcome internal ignorance, and external truth as obtained through science, which helps people overcome external ignorance. Accordingly, we can discern two aspects within the intellect, the internal intellect, awakened by internal truth, and the external intellect, awakened by external truth. Religions develop as the internal intellect pursues internal truth, while science advances as the external intellect pursues external truth. Spirit, in this context, denounce the inspiration of heaven. Cognition of a spiritual reality begins when it is perceived through the five senses of the spirit self. These perceptions resonate through the five physical senses and are felt physiologically. Cognition of truth, on the other hand, arises from the knowledge gleaned from the physical world as it is perceived directly through our physiological sense organs. Cognition thus takes place both in spiritual and physical processes. Human beings become complete only when their spirit self and physical self are unified. Hence, the experience of divine inspiration gained through spiritual cognition and the truth of knowledge obtained through physical cognition should become fully harmonized and awaken the spirituality and intellect together. It is only when the spiritual and physical dimensions of cognition resonate together that we can thoroughly comprehend God and the universe. God thus assists ignorant fallen people to elevate their spirituality and enlighten their intellect through spirit and truth. By these means, God conducts his providence to restore people to the original state before the fall. In the course of history, people's spiritual and intellectual levels have gradually been elevated due to the merit of the age in the providence of restoration. Hence, the quality of spiritual experience and the depth of religious and scientific knowledge have risen accordingly. Spirit and truth are unique, eternal and unchanging. However, the degree and scope of their teaching and the means of their expression will vary from one age to another as they restore humankind from a state of utter ignorance. For example, in the age prior to the Old Testament, when people were still unenlightened and could not directly receive the word of truth, God commanded them to make sacrificial offerings as a substitute for the word. In the course of time, the spirituality and intellect of human beings were elevated to the point when, in Moses' day, God granted them the law, and at the time of Jesus, he gave the gospel. Jesus made it clear that his words were not the truth itself. Rather, he declared that he himself was the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus was the incarnation of the truth. His words were just the means by which he expressed himself. Thus, the scope and depth of Jesus' words and the method of his teaching varied according to whom he was speaking. In this sense, we must understand 
that the verses in the Bible are only means of expressing the truth and are not the truth itself. The New Testament is but an interim textbook given to enlighten the people of 2000 years ago, whose spiritual and intellectual levels were far lower than today. The modern scientific-minded thirst for the truth cannot be satisfied by expressions of truth which are limited in scope and couched in symbols and parables, aimed specifically at instructing the people of an earlier age. For modern, intellectual people to be enlightened in the truth, there must appear another textbook of higher and richer content with a more scientific method of expression. We call this the new truth. This truth, as discussed previously, must be able to reconcile science and religion as one united undertaking in order to overcome the internal and external aspects of people's ignorance.